and welcome to this episode. Um, I said in the beginning I had an idea where this was going to go, but I feel it's pulling me in a totally different direction. But I do want to cover the original things that I, I wanted to talk about, which are our daily life and the small holding things that happen. But the, the other direction are the bigger issues um, behind the reasons we do what we do. Uh, and, you know, and they are big issues. Um, so, you know, we there are issues to be covered there. They're, they're my opinion, totally my opinion on things. You know, as I say, I keep saying I'm not an expert. Uh, they are how I see things um, but and I do want I do want to cover those as well. Uh, one of the, one of the things I think on the small holiday I find it difficult when I'm talking is that we have done things certain things for such a long time that they they're almost normal. They're normal to us. You know, some of the things we do are, are normal. They're not normal for everybody. They're not what everybody um, encompasses in their daily life uh, for the reasons we do. So. Yeah, so it's definitely two different directions. And because of that, I think I might, what I might do is do the main issue one, if you, like, if you want to call it that, on a Monday. And then uh, during the week, later part of the week, I hopefully will put in, um, you know, a roundup of, of what we've been doing. And so today, one of those, today is one of those roundup days, really, of, of how, how our last week has been going here on the small holding, what's been happening and uh, what we've been doing about it. So what have I been doing? Well, I'll start on the on the on the food front, really, of it all. Um, I've been doing a lot of picking. At the minute, I'm picking peas, beans. Uh, I've picked a few courgettes. I picked the first cucumber yesterday. Um, the raspberries are coming on nicely. And uh, strawberries. We're eating strawberries until uh, they're coming out of our ears, really, at the minute. Uh, which is not a bad thing. It's not, you know, it's, it's a nice thing. But sometimes you do think, oh, no, no, I've got all these strawberries. I've got to do something with them. And, that, and that's one of the things you do. You know, you, you pick these, you have these. I don't want to waste them. I, I do something with them. So, I, you know, strawberries... At the minute, we either, I either uh, top and tail them all and uh, put them in a bowl and we will eat them for dessert. Um, or I will uh, whiz them up um, into, a, into a liquid, freeze them in ice trays and, and then pop them out into a bag so that they can be added to smoothies. I mean, that, that's going to be great if I can add those to smoothies in the winter when there are no more fresh strawberries you know even late late summer so that's that's one of the things i've been doing um yeah as i said we're eating fresh peas uh broad beans uh, carrots i pulled a few carrots they're they're kind of a mm, little bit bigger than finger size at the minute it, so i'm i'm doing what you call thinning so you you sow a row of carrots and then uh, as they start to grow you thin them and you eat the thinnings don't you don't waste the thinnings and the and the tops go to the rabbit so that doesn't get wasted and get you know wasted at all um <clears throat> nothing gets wasted here really we we've got a food waste bin uh i think we put it out once a year generally that'd be after christmas when there's just so much you know ev- everything else is either 
you know, all the choppings are either fed, and the peelings are either fed to the the rabbits and the guinea pigs. Uh, it goes on the compost, or it, the dogs will eat it. And our food is um, it, it is not processed. We don't eat processed food, so everything I cook everything from scratch. So it's not high in salt or sugar. You know, the dogs are not eating things like that. They're eating good. Um, honest fare they're not they're not eating rubbish and you know very rarely I've now got to the stage where I cook for the two of us I mean once upon a time anybody will know you have you have a family living at home you're cooking large amounts for them when they leave home you carry on cooking those large amounts for a while uh until you get used to the fact that you think oh no actually you know I don't need to peel six big potatoes for the two of us you know probably just two and a half will do um yeah, so that that's one thing. So that on the food front, I think that's about uh, that's about it. I think really that's what we're picking at the minute. I'm waiting for a lot to come on a lot, um, but the weather is is weird this year. I can only call it weird. It's a weird year. Uh, it's July. It's overcast again. There's a slight breeze, not as bad as it was yesterday, and um, we're having a lot of rain at the minute, which is great for the veg. I, I don't have to water them. That's fine. Um, but it's uh, it's definitely a weird July for us. Uh, on the animal front, <clears throat> the horses are, as I say, they're on restricted feeding at the minute, restricted grazing, I should say. So um, every other day I go out and I move the electric fencing and Jack's very vocal in telling me when it needs moving. And when I go out there, he's, uh, you know, I, I switch the electric off at my end. I go in through the paddock and he's like my shadow, uh, all the way until I get to the fencing and he's just waiting there for me to uh, to move the fencing and generally speaking he's telling Biscuit off keep trying to keep her away from the food until he's had his his fill he's you know he's he's nowhere near starved at all but he's greedy he's greedy and uh, yeah he's like my shadow which is is quite funny really after what she doesn't step on my feet when I'm walking out there to do that um the other uh, on the animal on the animal front was technically not a farm animal at all. Is uh, not a farm animal. It's not a a small holding animal as such. It but he is uh, a valuable. I suppose he is a small holding animal, really. But not everybody. Else. Anyway, it's the cat, um, Jack. Uh, he has been to be neutered, and he's not happy. He's not happy. As you can imagine, he's just not very happy at the minute at all. He's in a cage with his buster collar on, um, wondering what the heck happened to him, I'm sure. We had him, we had him booked in um, to the vets about, oh, it must be over a week ago now, um, and um, he disappeared completely for, for a whole week. Uh, I, now, my thought was he, he was thinking, well, thanks very much. You've fed me and you've given me a nice place to sleep, but you are not doing that to me. So he completely disappeared for a week. Luckily, he was found by a local animal charity, and we got him back. And we booked him in to the vets the very next, the very day we could, which was just was Monday, um, to get him in there and have that done. So he's now had that procedure, uh, but uh, and he's back in his cage, which was <laughs> an episode in itself. It was a, got a big dog cage, dog crate, and in there I've got a, like a litter tray with sawdust in it because that's all I had at the time. So I had sawdust in it put the sawdust in there, put him a nice rug down, a uh, nice bowl, a bowl of water, 
and some dry biscuits because he, he you know just come back from an operation and the first thing he did was jump into the litter tray to sniff it he, he kind of scooped his head up and he, he looked up and his buster collar was absolutely full of sawdust which obviously panicked him a little bit so then he fired around the cage a bit the water went everywhere the biscuits went everywhere so now that nice little rug i put in for him uh it was covered in water and sawdust and biscuits and uh yeah, yeah. so it was quite it was quite comical to watch but i'm sure he doesn't think it is and he's just got to nip back to the vets tomorrow for a checkup just to make sure everything's all right which i think it is and uh hopefully he he can have his at least have his collar off um possibly stay in the cage for another day or so until he's finished his uh painkillers and then he will be released and we we need to get him done because obviously male cats wander and i say we've ha we've had lots of cats uh here and they they wander off um you know some of them neutered some of them spayed some of them not and they wander off uh, uh, you know and get hit by car because this lane can be very fast or they completely disappear and we never see them again. But we're hoping he stays around because he's actually one of the best mousers and rabbiters we've ever had on the small holding. He, he really is extremely good at his job. So he's worth his weight in gold. And in that respect, he is a small holding animal because, as I said before, you do need to have animals. Uh, you do need to have somebody who's going to keep, keep the, um, the pests down, uh, especially mice and rats. Having said that... Um, <laughs> he's obviously not been in my shed because we, we, where we've taken the Rayburn out I've been, this morning, I've been rubbing down the plaster that John, John's re filled the holes and replastered the wall and um, I've been sanding it down and I thought well actually what I'll do is go and get my electric sander in out of the shed because uh, that's got a nice dust bag on it and that will make a lot less dust so I went in the shed to get it out and uh, it was still in the box but the box had been chewed and then I thought, well, that's all right. That's not too bad. Box has been chewed. I'll just chuck the box away. Got, looked at the sander and it's chewed the whole dust bag as well. So, so I'm back to a block of wood and a um, a piece of sandpaper wrapped around it to do that. But uh, I've done that now, so that's fine. I've given it its first mist coat, and uh, we should be getting that back on track as soon as possible. So that's one other job we've I've been doing today. I don't know if you can hear that tiny little um, thrip noise, I suppose you would call it, coming from the birds. There's, I think there's two out there doing that. that. That's an alarm call from small bird, and I'm not sure whether it's going to be sparrow or robin. I'm not sure. I'm not really up on the sounds of them. But um, that that's because the cat is out here on the prowl. Uh, and so that, that's an alarm call from, from one bird to another to say, yeah, there's danger, there's danger nearby. So if you ever hear that, you'll know, you'll know why that is. And the, uh, one of the other jobs I've got on the horizon um, this week is a, we've ordered a big walk-in uh, metal frame uh, with a roof cover and a door to put out the front um, to hold the chickens on a day when we might have to go out or we definitely have to go out not a might have to go out so it so for instance if we if we woke up 
you know, I don't know. We woke up or, or we got a notification the night before. Somebody says, right, we're going to have a barbecue tomorrow. We've bought this so that we can let the birds outside because sometimes it gets very hot, you know, and they don't want to be indoors all the time. And these are the, these are the birds at the front. We can let them outside, but they are still contained so that we can go out without worrying about the fox attacks that we are getting because they are you know constant at the minute they're really they're constant and uh, other than that I, I really don't know what we're going to do we're, we just you know sometimes you have to go out and um, I have to go out tomorrow morning because I have to go and take the cat to the vet and so you know potentially there's a fox lurking around and he's going to wipe out our chickens and we just we we don't know what to do about the whole situation at the minute so but this is one thing we can try we can think right i've got to go out tomorrow morning we won't let the chickens out onto the paddock but we will let them out into this cage so they are out in the fresh air and i can let them out later when i'm back and you know the dogs are about and i'm about and everything else not that that stops the fox sometimes but that that's the plan with that one we uh as i said i've got to go out tomorrow so i'm hoping that it's not going to rain a lot later this evening and when John comes home we can get it built. One of the problems on the small holding when John is working is that obviously there's jobs that, that, that sometimes a two-man job and you you just you can't get them done because um, it takes two of you and you know there's only me here so uh, I, I'll probably get out of the box and have a look and see how easy it is to get together but I, I you know I, I know that it's as it's you know, six metres by three metres and it's about six foot high, I'm going to need John to help me get some of that done. Um, so that that's a, that's what we'll be doing later, hopefully. One of the other things I'm waiting for to arrive is a scythe. Um, uh, we did, I had a scythe here, an antique scythe, um, but uh, John broke it the other week. Um, so we were trying to chop down docks and I said oh this will be good have a go at this you know and well I was gonna have a go and then he said oh give it here I'll have a go so he had a go and broke it in half so uh it was old and woodwormed and uh, the blade wasn't much good anyway so for for a number of years now I've been thinking about looking at scything because um one of the other problems is that we have is uh, petrol machinery apart from being really bad for the planet is an absolute nightmare to try and start uh it, it, when you when you're only sort of especially a strimmer or a brush cutter actually a big, a big long when you're only five foot two they don't make these things for people who are five foot two they don't make anything for anybody who's five foot two um except for petite clothing but they so they're really difficult i find them really difficult to start or you know if they haven't complete you know haven't been maintained properly which often happens uh, then it's difficult so we've got a ride on mower that has an electric start but um for some reason that we've it's been in it's an old one but it, it's been in for um service and when it came back it started great for a for a few months and then uh, then it's left over winter and then it doesn't want to start again and you charge up the battery but it still doesn't want to start but it has actually got a pull a pull cord on it but in order to do that because nearly everything like that these days has safety mechanisms on them in order to pull start it you have to be sat on the seat well you you can't do both i can tell you now you just can't do both and so somebody has to sit on the seat while the other person pulls the cord so again you need two people here um so and very often, I mean, I've been known to sling a, 
a petrol start streamer across the yard because I, I, I've tried to start it a number of times and it's just not working. So I just get in a temper with that and chuck it across the yard. So I thought, well, you know, and also streaming makes a hell of a mess. You know, you get all that plant sap all over you. It, it is a heck of a mess and it's very noisy. The alternative is you have an electric one, but then you, you know, you run the risk of, you know, trailing electric wires everywhere and accidentally cutting through those. So I thought, well, I, I, I don't know, I'll have a go at scything. You know, how hard can it be? I, I'm yet to find out. I think it is going to be hard. But um, I'm excited to have a go. And, I, you know, I've been looking at it for a couple of years now. Uh, unfortunately, this year, obviously, nearly all of the um, courses and that have either been cancelled or they're fully booked because scything is making a, a big comeback in this country. And so, uh, so I'm going to have to wait until next year to perhaps see if I can get on a course or find somebody who can just give me a few pointers or watch a YouTube video. I mean, that's going to work, isn't it? You know, as I said. But it, actually, it's the sharpening of the blade and the peening of the blade that I really want to learn so that I can keep it in tip-top condition. Not going to rely... It's not going to run out of petrol. It's not going to not start. It doesn't have to have a trail of cord behind it. I think it's going to be fabulous, but I'll let you know how that goes. So, as often happens um, during the day, which is one of the reasons I don't tend to plan anything, uh, John always says to me, what have you got planned today? And I say, don't make plans because plans get messed up. So, uh, and then if you, if I make a plan and it gets messed up, then I get stressed. So I'll just go with the flow. But I've come outside <clears throat> after spending the morning indoors doing the painting, uh, painting the bits that John made good. Um... And so I thought, all right, sometimes I'll get really overwhelmed when I come outside, especially this time of year. We've had a lot of rain, there's a lot of weeds. So I thought, well, right, you've got to start somewhere, Dawn, so pick up the hoe, pick up the hoe, start hoeing the weeds, um, giving them a good going over. Then I, so, uh, because I, I bought Flo out here yesterday, and uh, while I don't mind the weeds, you know, it, when you're only three, those weeds probably look huge. Uh, and certainly when I was taking her into the polytunnel and there's lots of weeds in there, I was having to sort of stamp on them, bash them down so that she wasn't swamped by weeds. So I thought, I'll give them a go, I'll give them a hoe, <clears throat> do a bit of that. Uh, then I went on to the bed where I've got leaks in. Um, I thought, I'll weed that. And then it started raining heavily. So I'm like, brilliant. So I'd come out here and thinking I'm going to get something done. Uh, I should have done it first thing this morning, really, but I had another job to do. So I came out and it started raining heavily. So I thought, right, that's it. What am I going to do now? So popped back in and it, it stopped raining. So at the minute I've come back out to carry on weeding. It's Thursday morning. Um, we didn't get the, uh, the framework up yesterday because uh, it carried on raining on and off quite heavily sometimes. So we didn't get that done. And... Uh, of course, uh, the football was on and uh, it looks like it might actually be coming home, which everybody's really excited about, including me, and I don't even really do football. But um, yeah, well done, lads. That's, uh, that's amazing. It's amazing for the country. It's given us all a massive lift, I think, which uh, desperately needed this year. Um, yeah, so that's a quick roundup. I'm off this morning to take the cat 
to the vet for his checkup, and hopefully I can let him let him take his buster collar off and uh, maybe even let him out because um, he's not very happy in in that uh, in that cage. So yeah, these are, uh, so on a Thursday I think I might just release these kind of mini roundups really. I'll try and say which day when I'm talking about it, which day I'm doing it and, and just sort of add uh, link them all together. Um, I think that's what I'll try and do, uh, just so you get some idea of, of how the week is going. Uh, again, today it's um, overcast with threats of showers. Uh, you know, it's, it's great for the garden, like I said, and the weeds, the weeds are going absolutely mad, but you can't really get on on the garden and do a lot. Uh, I do no, I I do no dig, um, so I don't want to get on the ground and compact it in any way. So I don't want to tread on it too much. Not that I have to do too much tread on it because we've got, uh, as I said, the long beds, but they're uh, about five or six foot wide. But so when, so in the middle you kind of have to get on it, but don't really want to do too much that. Um, so yeah, that's a, a quick roundup, and hopefully I'll do I'll do these for Thursday, as I said, and. I try, I try and sort of record something every day so that uh, you've got a roundup of a, a fair idea of what, what's going on. But, uh, yeah, I hope you li- enjoy listening to this one. Um, as I said, slightly different format, and I'll be back to the, the bigger issues on Monday. So thanks for listening.